is uh, it is quite a nice day out here. And we are playing after. We are playing afterwards, so if this is a good thing, it's a good day. Got all kinds of stuff to mess around with. Yeah, what did you bring? In regards to... Product. You brought the squares. Almost everything. Squares. Squares. The balls, the seed. Seed golf, yeah. The uh, SDX1, the Vice Golf Balls. Zero. Uh, the the uh, Pro Zero, yeah. Yep. And there's a sample pack in, in, in there in the box, too. Uh, and the that's clubs. not cannon fodder. Oh no, those no. aren't. No, 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 those aren't Max Fly noodles or no. you know anything of that uh, of that ilk. Right. I'm trying to think what else. Still waiting for Sky Caddy. Oh, geez. Well, no. What what happened? Uh, the the PR person that covers it, Tracy Knackle, she contacted them, and they were contacting. The Canadian distributor, okay, which helps, of course, with shipping costs yeah. and, and that kind of stuff. So Tracy emailed me last week. She's like, "Have they gotten back to you? Have they been in touch with you?" And I said, "Well, as far as I can tell, they've added me as on Twitter, you know, as a follower, or, or, and they're following me. But beyond that, I I haven't heard a word. So yeah, I wasn't oh geez and like where is yeah, this thing? Yeah, yeah, no, like, no. Oh geez, I, I'm looking forward to seeing this. Me too. Yeah, and just got a press release today. They they're coming out with a new watch as well. No. It's, yeah." Yeah, Sky Golf has now, a new watch coming out. Is that something that you would use besides the uh, the handheld device? What do or you mean? Or in lieu of the watch? Well, no, they're they're coming out with one. You mean like would I test that over the other one? No, would you use that in lieu of, or are they to be used in conjunction with each other? No, in lieu of. No. Really? Yeah. And it's sort of funny. I haven't really delved too deep into this press release. But compared, to, like I can't, so I can't compare it to the their last generation of, of the watch. Mm -hmm. The graphics were just like you saw with the SX four hundred. Really? Yeah, it was it was identical. Holy man! So pretty, it was a pretty clear display to say the least. Yeah. So. You know, I I like my Sky Caddy, but out here the yardage is rough. It's definitely wonky. Holes, it is wonky. You you know that. Well, we, we were, were out here. We I think it was it. wasn't it on number one? Yes, yeah, we're on number one. We were clearly over a hundred, and you were getting like eighty-five or something. Yeah. It was yes. a weird number. Yeah. There was a, a discrepancy there. Yeah, that's going to be one of the first things I check with this device yeah. when it when it gets here. Oh, absolutely! I want to compare it right to the rangefinder, yeah. straight up. Yeah, yeah. So. But no, it's a beautiful day out here at Niagara National Golf and Country in Stevensville, Ontario. I'm your host, A.T., with my co-host, Duggar. And... Good morning. I mean, how the hell are you? I am doing really well. How are you? I'm doing well. If I was doing any better, there'd be a whole regiment of me. Really? Really. I kid wow. you not. Wow. Well, yeah. If I was any better, I'd be Ethan. Except the male version. <laughs> the Ethan, but the Mel version. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's just a little dig at Ethan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who Ethan again? Ethan is. Oh, he is such a great guy. They have fabulous staff out here, and folks, if you can hear that noise in the background, that's Paige loading up the golf cart with ice. 
So she'll be out there motoring around and in the new golf in the new golf cart. And it's a pretty slick looking cart. Like it I don't sure know if that's a, a vinyl wrap around it. What are we looking at there? I would think it's a vinyl wrap. Yeah, it looks pretty pretty snazzy. As a matter of fact, when I first came out and I saw that cart that beverage cart sitting there, I actually thought it was a triple bogey. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a triple bogey beverage cart because of the colors. Because of the colors, yeah. it's identical. Yeah, so I was just sort of kind of envisioning a triple bogey logo. Yeah, on, it's on nice. that. Good. Yeah, and of course we got to also give a, a quick shout out to Golfing Magazine, the Northeast Premier Golf Magazine, mm -hmm. covering the Northeastern United States, Vermont, Maine, New York. Big thanks to them for what they're doing. Absolutely, and in case you're wondering why we're thanking them, it's because we're running our podcast. T Box Chatter is going to be over on Golfing Magazine as a digital platform, and it's just really exciting to be part of part of a, a team like that where you have so many eyeballs. Yeah, you know. Sure. So, so a big thanks. To, to Tom Blanders, he's the editor over there, and uh, he's the one that that okayed that. Yeah. So, yeah, things are, are looking pretty good. So this past week in golf. Oh boy, let's start with Whew. KPMG. Yeah, we gotta start with KPMG. What can you say about that first round by Inji Chun? Well, that's where she won the tournament. Oh, at, at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and you always wonder if. A score like that or a lead like that is going to hold up because we've seen so many times historically someone jumps out to an amazing seven under round yeah and then all of a sudden they've fallen back to the pack yeah or the packs caught them, caught them and they're nowhere to be seen on the final day they're not on the leaderboard she was far enough ahead where as you know she shot 75 75 on the weekend and still won now granted it was Due to mostly Lexi's falling apart. Yeah, because she was up uh, at one point, I think by by two, two. strokes, I think with yes. with nine to go or something like that, or was it was it even less? It may have been a little less, but I think she was on the back nine. She had a two-stroke lead, and then I think a thirteen. It had dropped to one, and then yeah, her putting let her down. She had she had a few three putts. Um, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was even last week, about Lexi and her, and her buddy. We did talk about it last week, and because I mentioned, you know, if she's in the field, watch out. You know, if she cannot be counted out. And sure enough, you know, she was she was right there. But her putting did let her down. Definitely let her down. But where do you think it re really was the beginning of the end for her, though? Like the final where? round. Well, <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, yeah. It was the final round. Now, I listened to Michael Breed and Brad Fax. Fax was on this morning, and Breed asked him flat out. He says, "What happened to Lexi?" And they both agreed that she has changed her putting style. She's gone to that. What is the paintbrush? Not the paintbrush. The pencil grip, the claw, whatever. It yeah, is. and they're all pretty much along the same lines all these strokes Correct, yeah. all these grips so she's gone to that now they they both noticed this on the short putts 
She could not keep the face square to the hole. Which is weird with with that kind of a grip, uh, that kind of a putting stroke. That That's odd. And on the longer putts, she didn't have a clue on speed. She was short or long. So the, put, the putting stroke broke down. So where do you go with regards to changing again? And she does have to change again. In my mind, she's got to change again because this did not hold up under pressure. She had a two-shot lead in a major, and she has finished in the top 10 since her last win, since her, sorry, since her last major, I believe she has finished in the top 10 11 times. And she's, the putting has broken down considerably through those rounds so she could be you know she could have won multiple multiple majors absolutely and someone like Lexi with her wealth of experience you just don't see someone like that giving away a two-stroke no. lead at that point of a, of a major well she hit the ball well from tee to green but it was on the green See, now, I, I think where she started to really unravel, it was that chip on 16. Yeah. You, yes. And that's where I think a lot of any momentum, any sort of win in the, in the sales got taken out. And it was... it wasn't. Did, yeah, but did she put more pressure on herself after that chip? I think so. And it carried over to the green. I here's I, where your putting breaks down. I I think so. I, I think that's exactly what happened. Because it I wasn't mean, like she put balls into the trees <laughs> off off the tee. No, it was nothing like that. No, no. But so it, you know, I feel for her. it's unfortunate. Um, but I mean, she's not the first that this has ever happened to. Oh no, I can't remember who it I'm was. I'm talking about putting. Oh yeah. Oh no, absolutely. I mean, one one case in point actually goes back to the ANA Inspiration going back a few years ago. I can't remember who the golfer was, but she was in the final pairing and she had a foot and a half putt to make. Mm -hmm. She missed it. Yeah. I mean, how gut-wrenching. Well, Lexi's putt on 18 was less than two feet. Yeah, and, and she, she never caught the hole. No. Never came close to the hole. And and that's what happened in that situation yeah. at the NA as well. I, I wish I could remember who the heck it was. But yeah. it was it was it was almost deja vu. Yeah. And if you put the two clips side by side you'd be like, Okay, is this the same yeah. is this the same person? Is this the same the same tournament? Yeah. You know, just a different angle. Yeah, but you know, good good for NG Chun. Yes, you know, seventy five, seventy five, <laughs> and she was still there to still win. And, you know, granted, you know, people are going to say, yeah, but she won it on the first day because of going so low. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, all four rounds count, and As she was the one that went low on the first day and put herself into position to win, even though she she shoots seventy five on both days on the weekend. And she still wins. Who would have thought that she would go back to back seventy fives? I not, mean, I know, I know, coming like coming back to the field, but 
back to back seventy fives. Huge. Like maybe one. Yeah. But back to back seventy fives on the weekend. Yeah. It's hard to yeah. even Yeah. To, to fathom that really. And people forget also where they were playing. They were playing the congressional. Congressional. Exactly. You know, that's not your typical Muni golf course. <laughs> you know? No, there's a little bit of history there at that golf course. Yes. And did Nels win there? Didn't he win the U.S. Open there? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. That 18th hole, how would you like to play that with a little bit of pressure on you? Oh. I mean, the green's surrounded three quarters by water, is it not? I believe so. Yeah. I believe it is. The whole back. <laughs> you know? Left side. But, Jeez. But what a great venue, though. Oh. Well, you know, it's, you know one, it's one of the million golf courses that I would love to play. Yes, and you know, kudos to Mike Wan, also, because he's getting the women now on name golf courses. The, the women are going to Pebble Beach. I think it's the first time ever, is it not? No, I think they've been there before, for some reason. But even if they, but, I mean, say they haven't, and you could very well be right, that's amazing. And no disrespect to the current commissioner, Molly Marcus Aman, it, this is, this is still Michael Wan's effect mm -hmm. and influence on the golf world and the LPGA. Absolutely, it is. But You're it's correct. it's great to see. And of course, one thing that we do have to talk about in the same breath is the price the the prize payout. I was just gonna say KPMG. They stepped it up. It. She took home what uh, 1.3 million, I think it was, yeah. for now, for for that win. Did you see the purse for the U.S. Women's Open? Oh, that thing skyrocketed. 12 million. Yeah. 12. Wait till you see the Chevron Championship. I have some inside news about that oh, one. Oh, really? Uh huh. Yeah. And where's that being held? Uh, the Houston area. Yes. Uh, the the golf course is the club at Carlton Woods. Mm-hmm. Ironically enough, I did a, a recording for a podcast yeah. with the GM over there, and it was a it was a great informative chat. Mm -hmm. So that'll be popping up on on T Box Chatter whenever Good. at any given time. Yeah. So, um, but no, it's just great to see that slowly but surely, the women are starting to get a piece of their pie now. Yes, and it's taken it's far long too long. Time coming. Absolutely. And, you know, again, nothing against the Travelers Championship that just was on the same weekend as the women. And I, you know where I'm going with this. You know, if it's not the same time, which it was, you know, due to the channels that I get, guess what I'm watching? And guess what I watched? The LPGA. Absolutely. You know, I, nothing against the PGA Tour players. But if I'd rather watch the women and the champions and Corn Ferry than the PGA Tour. I'm I'm in the same boat with you. I mean, we did sort of do a little bit of a pivot with the, with the, with the podcast. Yes. Where we were going to focus less on the PGA Tour than the LPGA, and I think it's a. I, I just wish that more people would, would do the same because the only way that they can get some sort of parody or get something resembling parody 
is if people tune in and watch. But that said, the networks have to be the first ones to, to step up their coverage. Mm-hmm. Because I think it was Saturday, they, they, they left the the KPMG for the Travelers Championship yeah. while it was still going on. Yeah. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. So I think the networks have to get their proverbial asses yeah. in, in in gear and just provide better coverage for for them because they will draw viewers too now what did you make of the uh, pace of play in the well, K- well I don't agree with the fact that they uh, what they did to Lexi and uh, her Put, playing partner putting them on the Choi? clock was it, it was Choi I believe it was yeah yeah what they did um, you know, it's a major. They're on 18. Now, the group ahead of them, there was nobody behind them. So they're not holding anybody up. Yeah. Now, the group ahead of them, I don't know if you know this, they were on the green. They were almost putting out when Lexi and Choi walked up to the 18th tee. Did you know that? There was not an entire blank hole ahead of them. They were up on the green, so they why were, why they are they getting still, the... They were still on the green. They were, in fact, I believe they were just ending and when the final group came up to the 18th tee. And they fined them each $2,000 for slow play. Well, who slowed them down? You know, I mean, they said, yeah, they played their, their last round, two ball. So five hours and forty-five minutes. It's almost That's six hours. Too long. Oh yeah, it was a three-hour front nine. Long. But it's not like they had four blank holes ahead of them. Mm-hmm. There was basically one. So I I don't understand how you find them without taking to task the rest of the field. You know where there if if it took them five hours and forty-five minutes and they find them. Show me where there were blank holes out there between between groups. Because right. somebody had to start this slowdown. It wasn't it wasn't Lexi and Ms. Choi that slowed them down. No, it was somebody ahead of them. Absolutely it was. Now was it the group directly in front of them that was that was holding them I have up? No what idea. was it I have two a, groups? I have no idea. I haven't looked enough. A, you know, deep enough into this, but I do know, as you probably do, Justin Thomas came out and he took the uh, LPGA to task. Oh, I I'm quite aware of that. And yes, how great is that? Oh, of Thomas to. Well, he was he, watching it. Yes. <laughs> how great is that? Yeah. I have a newfound respect for for Justin Thomas. Oh, I always liked him, but now it's even elevated more. Yeah. Yeah, I I I, I agree. That was amazing. And there should have been more players that jumped on board here. You know, the, too much silence. Stick up for your fellow players, male or female. That's right. In a time where everything's all about inclusion and equity. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yet, at the same time, we don't want labels either. So you're all golfers. You're all professional golfers playing professional tours. Yeah. Gender, gender need not apply here. No. But the reason that I watched the LPGA, a game we, we almost beat this to death, <laughs> is their game almost relates to mine. Yeah. Distance. 
distance. Distance, yes. And you know how much I've learned from what they do around the greens? They use imagination also, don't they? Yes. As a matter of fact, first round, I distinctly recall watching Brooke Henderson use a hybrid off the front of the green. Yes, yes. And Brooke did have a rough Sunday, two over par, but she was still on the leaderboard. <laughs> she is so consistent. Oh, geez, yeah. You know, and that's another one of those conversations that we had in in Brooke Henderson where you don't really notice her and then all of a sudden it's Sunday and she's on the leaderboard and you wonder to yourself well where did that come from yeah she is the the quietest highest profile player I've seen to that that just comes from out of nowhere mm -hmm. but yet she's actually there the whole time but you still don't notice her yeah it's weird maybe maybe, maybe, maybe it's maybe just she me. likes it that way why wouldn't you oh absolutely just sort of kind of fly under the radar yeah undetected yes yeah but yet i bet you her playing partner or playing uh the other competitors are aware that she's there oh yeah. you got to be watching over your yeah. shoulder because you never yeah. know when someone like her can yeah all of a sudden sneak up on you and before you know it you're you're in a playoff with her yeah, yeah. so what'd you so, think of uh sahith sahith thagala oh great game great competitor he just you know he thinned that shot i mean he and for two minutes after his round he stood in front of the microphone and was very very gracious answered the questions and said, yeah, I hit it thin, shouldn't have done that. If I had got it out, you know, but I didn't. So this is what I got. And, but boy, can he play. Good karma is going to follow Sahith before you know it. Yes. He has to, he oh, has to get a win. Because, you know what, I became totally enamored uh, with him earlier this year. I can't remember what event it was. Was it maybe the Genesis or what event was it um, earlier this year where everyone was like just gaga over him? Maybe it was the maybe it was the Honda or something. It was one of those earlier mm -hmm. events, and I was I was captivated by by him. He was just so steady, steady, uh, real. Yes, and he doesn't uh, carry a three wood. No, he doesn't. No, because he can't. He said he can't hit it. He can't find a three wood he can hit. That's why he hit that uh, driving iron on some of those tees. How funny is it to hear a, a PGA Tour professional say that he can't hit a three wood? Do you know how many twenty plus handicaps I've heard say the same thing? Me, you're one of them. Not that I'm twenty, but no, I, I have. I can, I do struggle, put it that way, hitting a three wood off the gut. Well, you used to, yeah. until somebody got their hands on you. Don't know who that was. Jeez. Yeah, um, anyway. We're going to have to give a shout out to your instructor, me. AT. AT. You. <laughs> you know, but. But you know what? Shoffley stood on 18 and watched that whole thing unfold. Okay? So Thagala was already teed off, obviously. He was in the bunker. Shoffley walks up, 
stand on the tee and he watched them thin it. That's second shot. Watched them get out. That's third shot. Watched them put it on the green for his fourth shot. And then two putt for six. And Shoffley saw that whole thing. Now, here's something that I just want to bring up. If that was on the live tour, that may have happened to Thagala on number seven because of a shotgun start. Mm -hmm. And Shoffley would have been maybe on 13 and not seen any of it. No. No, that's that's the one flaw with with that ridiculous. system. Yeah, that that that's the one flaw w with How much with that shotgun. Would there be in that? Oh, none. No, there there would be one iota. Shoffley stand there, and we're watching Shoffley look at Thagala. You know, oh boy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and that's that's the one flaw with. With with live and I don't know if we're gonna really get into live a we're whole not lot. Going to. Other, I'm just gonna say one that they're in Portland. They're in Portland and yes, there and were the, the three Deere recent Classic signings. Was on the same time. Yeah. Two signed as of this morning. Ortiz and Chigara. Wolf hasn't signed yet. Oh. Uh, as far as this morning. I I just put out a press release on the next T, and Wolf is in the press release. For sure. Apparently. I listened to PGA Radio this morning, and they only mentioned Ortiz and Chikara. They never mentioned Wolf, so I huh. could be wrong. But Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, they're gone. Now, would you pay money to see them, or would you go to the John Deere? John Deere. Why yeah. would you go yeah. see a, It's just an exhibition. It's a 54-hole exhibition. You know the what? Players you don't even want, don't even know. The, the I Andy think the Ogletree? issue. Well, not a household name. You think? Well, neither's Chikara, unless you follow collegiate golf. Ask my, ask the other three guys in my group that I play on men's thing with. If they walked in here right now, say, okay, who's Carlos Ortiz and who's Chikara? The, uh, Scott may know who Ortiz is. I don't think the other two would. And they all three of them wouldn't know who Chikara was. Well, from what you're describing, though, with those other two, they're obviously not golf fans. They obviously don't watch That's or, or, or play a lot. But, so no, the point is that the normal golf fan does not follow collegiate golf. Like you and I do. Yeah, we're. Are you saying that we're abnormal? Never mind. We are. Abnormal. We are. We are. We're abnormal. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna insult us by even saying it. I tend to follow uh, <laughs> collegiate golf because that's where the next generation is coming from. It's great golf. Oh, it's unbelievable. Curtis Cup. Women Cup. also. I'm including women in this. Oh, of course. Where do you think all these winners are coming from? Oh, yeah. Ultimately, I mean, you, we read about the you know the Koreans and you know the uh, all the all the Asians on on the LPGA tour. Yeah, well, look at where they graduated from: USC, Arizona, Duke, Duke. Texas, Florida. 
you know, I mean, it, it's not like they they graduated from the University of Seoul, right? Exactly. They were recruited and they came over here. They're from Sweden. They're from Finland. They're from Germany. They're from all over they the all world. Played here, North America. So you know that that well, nothing against the others who just watched the PGA Tour. Good for you, but as far back to the live tour would i go and see them play over any pga tour event no no of course no, you would of course not now do you think you're a little jaded you know you're a little old guard yes i am old guard i'll be the first to admit it i'm not going to say no you know absolutely i am but it all comes back a lot of it comes back to greg norman well you have a, you have a general dislike for, well, of the man yeah this came out again on the radio guys were talking about it and a caller asked would it be possible for live and pga tour to combine and live together and they just laughed they said no no because if they ever did it would be a hostile takeover from live and you would never ever see the initials pga again it would be LIV Tour. It would not be Live PGA or PGA Live. It would be Live. Because that's all they want to do is, is take them over and put them out of business. So do I want that? No. Because of history. Because of all the courses that they played. Because of the people, the men who have played on that tour. Forever. It would all change. And the only reason that these guys are on the live tour is money. It's not for the heritage. It's not for the legacy. Well, there is no heritage and no legacy. No. And from what, from what I understand, the only charitable um, action that they have done out of their $620 billion they have did you know they gave London a million dollars? They gave them a million pounds. A million, million pounds? I think it was pounds. Okay, yep. a million pounds. But they're doing that at all the stops, apparently. Oh, no, I, I, I know. I know. Big deal. No, I, I oh, know what you're saying minute. compared to the PGA let Tour. Go, let me go one step farther. All the money that these players are given, are they contributing to charity? To local charities for being able to play in these cities when they when they mm. go to Portland is Dustin Johnson going to come from the hip from the 45 million clear that he's making and say you know what here here's some money for the children's hospital that you got going on here's money for your food bank here here's money for the homeless likely not bingo let's just uh, you know we'll and likely live, not and is live going to do that for all of these you know, split it up and give it to certain charities. I would have to think no, no, they're not. I know they, they're doing they it give at the every city of Portland some money. I know they're the, that they're doing, they're donating charity at every stop. I know that much, but I don't know the details of it. No, but uh, I'd be very, very surprised if they do anything near what the PGA Tour does. So, am wow. I to get back? Am I jaded against them? Yes. Absolutely. For sure. And, you know, we do have the Irish Open coming up. I believe it's this weekend. It is this weekend. Opposite the uh, John Deere, which Steve Stricker has won three times. Mr. Excitement. 
Oh yeah, paint dry. I know, I know, I know how much you love the way that he, you know, wears his hat. Oh. We just had a hat adjustment here yeah, for those listening at home, and uh, yeah, I don't understand the whole hat thing. I don't either, but he is a good player. He played really well coming down the stretch. I'm glad Harrington won. Uh, he deserved the win. He was it on 15. He sunk that long putt, and then he par, par, par. You know, he had a game. He ground it out, and he ended up winning. Good for him. Absolutely. And the thing with, with, with Padraig, too, it wasn't too long ago. I, okay, it was probably, probably about six, seven years ago now. But he had sort of kind of a... a a recent act? no no well there was definitely the disappearing act yeah. but wasn't there a win recently that he had or he had a, a top finish it might have been in a major or something I, I i i can't remember what the stats are and actually speaking of stats when you're when you're talking like this with all the stats and stuff mm-hmm. you remind me of brandel chambly i take offense to that oh sorry no i don't mind brandel he's he well wait a minute I know your your take on Brandel. I admire him for his knowledge. I think when he makes certain comments, he's got to think before he opens his mouth. Yeah. Which we all do at certain points. But knowledge, there's nobody better. There's nobody better. He knows what Ben Hogan had for breakfast before his last round of the Masters in whatever year it was. I mean, he knows everything. Absolutely everything. He knows dates, he knows names, he knows times, he knows what club he hit. He knows everything. I hope this guy doesn't get Alzheimer's. I really, oh, oh, you know, what a loss. That would be a massive loss. And and for the record, I like Brandel. I tend to agree with a lot of what he has to say. Yeah. But there are those times that, again, like you said, he's got to think before he says it. Well, because we he loses. He, well, yeah. Yes. I mean, I, we all do. But I'm the same way, he's too. In, he's in spotlight a lot more than I am. <laughs> he, definitely. Yeah. But, yeah. but no, I I actually like him. And I, I'm like you. I respect him. The man's knowledge is... Wouldn't it be nice to have him sitting here right now? Oh. Well, I mean, he's pretty tight with golf course architect Augustine Pisa, who's been on my podcast. So, well, I don't know. Maybe Brandon will be bored enough one day to come visit visit us. Visit, sorry, visit us on T Box Chatter. Yeah. Now the John Deere Classic is this weekend. Good tee block uh, markers, by the way. They are. They are good tee markers. I like the tee markers. Yes. Well, what other color would it be? It would John, not be. It's John freaking Deer. We're not yeah. talking Kubota Orange. And you know what? I hope that course is firm and fast because nothing runs like a deer. Absolutely. Correct. Now, who's your pick for this weekend? I have mine. Is. Is Mr. Iowa in the field? Zach Johnson? I don't know. I was going to say him just for the hell of it. Maybe. But uh, I don't know why. Jordan Spieth. I'm going to take Webb. Oh, Webb Simpson. Yeah, that course. His game has come back. 
He's he playing had good a rough ball. time for several months, and then, bit, but he he was sick, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, he was ill. And he's and again, Webb Simpson is not one of those bombers averaging three hundred some odd off the tee. He's one of the shorter hitters, I believe, on the PGA Tour. I mean, short. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. talking like two ninety. Yeah. Or or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But boy, can he hit the ball? He can move it. He can putt. Yeah. If his putting is on, boy. Yeah, he's yeah, somebody to look for. Webb's a, a good a good choice. Webb's a really good choice for this week. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know why Spieth came to my mind. I, I put a hundred bucks on him if Ray had lent it to me. Oh, it didn't work last time, eh? No, it did not. Even the sweet talking, God, that sweet that didn't talk. help. No, she's she's on to me. No. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna have to teach you new. Oh yeah, like I pull anything off on crystal. Yeah, yeah. No, that ain't happening. No. no, no. But the one thing I like about, and I can't remember where they play. Where do they play this one? Uh, I think they play in, in in Des Moines or or somewhere, right? Where? I what, what what course is it? Oh, I guess it's uh, TPC. Uh... TPC Des Moines. No, <laughs> no. Is it Deer Run? TPC I, Deer Run. I have no idea. I really don't know. Uh, I have no idea. I just to totally, uh, yeah, me too. I, yeah. Like a big brain fart here, but it, it's one of those courses that, that does set up as it's your, it's a shot maker course. Yes. You have to hit golf shots there. Oh, and, and that's yeah. why someone like Webb Simpson can can, can yeah. win there very easily or Spieth. I, I don't even know if he's in the field. I'm assuming he is. I... <laughs> He's either there or he's in Ireland. Yeah. So and I don't even... the week off. I might have just picked the guy to win that's not even in the field. Well. How informed am I this morning? <laughs> well, are you going to take Rory for the Irish Open? No. No, because I don't think he's in the field. I think he took it off. Did he not? Which is sort of kind of weird because... I understand he took the next two weeks off, which means he's missing the Scottish Open. Does that make sense to you? What doesn't make sense to me is him missing the Irish. Um, what nationality is Rory? Well, he's Northern Ireland, right? Well, he's Irish. Yeah, yeah. he is Northern. They are going to amalgamate, eh? They are. Oh, yeah. It's only a matter of time now. Well, yeah. if that can happen... Well, no, Shin, I'm not going to say Fain's it. in now. They're running early. And they want, they want to unify... Mm. Yeah, I guess from what I understand, everybody's on board. Not to get political, but yeah, you know. But back to Rory, I don't think he's playing this weekend. So, who do I pick? I have no idea. I don't know the full full slate of players. I don't know the entry. Um, Scottish Open, mm. I don't know. I don't think I have ever seen the Irish Open on TV. And as you. Sky Golf is going to be covering it. You mean you haven't personally watched it? Or? Personally watched it. Oh, okay. No, I have not personally watched it. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to the Scottish Open. I always love when they go over to the Isles. I do too. I, yeah. I, I love when they... when when uh, Any event there. Classic golf courses. Well, this, this is it. Okay, I'll, I'll ask you, because I actually... 
I've never asked you this before in, in, in the years that we've known each other. What's your favorite kind of golf course? Parkland? Lynx? Scottish Lynx? What, what's your favorite kind of golf course? I'm sort of partial to uh, Parkland. Yeah. Tree-lined. Um, if it had to be Lynx, it would have to be, as you said, over in Britain. Ireland, Scotland, Wales, England. Anywhere over there. Probably in that order also. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, over here, I'm not a fan of what they term Lynx golf over here. It, well, it's it seems manufactured. Over there, it, it's like, you know, well, let, let, put a flag out there. You know, go down 420 yards plunk a flag in the ground and we'll cut the grass on the way to the green. Which is very much what Lynx, true proper Lynx golf is. Yeah, yeah. They just use the land the way that it was put on after the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Not Sheldon Cooper, no. not that Big Bang Theory, no. but the actual one. The actual The actual Big Bang. Yeah. No, I, uh, I'm hoping to get over for the Ryder Cup in 2027 to, uh, to Ireland. Well, as you know, I have reached out to Tom yes, Kennedy. I appreciate that. Too. So we, yep. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully he has I something can for get you. Some tickets. Yeah. Well, he said that they haven't even started selling them yet. No, I know. No. So He's hang still in there. Working on hang, Italy. hang in there a little longer. Oh, for for the for the rider. Yes. Yeah. I was hanging. So we have to take a short break. We'll be right back. A.T. and Duggar. Niagara National Golf and Country is an 18-hole championship golf course conveniently located minutes from downtown Niagara Falls and only a short drive from the Peace Bridge in Fort Erie. It's a challenging par 72 layout that can be stretched out to 7,000 yards but is also very playable and enjoyable at 4,900. Niagara National is a solid test of golf. Built on over 350 acres, this course meanders through many naturally wooded areas, native grasslands, and features a variety of lakes and ponds. Niagara National also has a 10-acre driving range that boasts a 150-yard wide tee deck so you can practice that new driver. We have recently added a large chipping and putting green so you can work on your short game. Large teeing areas, lush fairways, and wonderful green complexes make Niagara National a must-play when visiting the Niagara region. What you see one day will be different the next, as many course improvements are scheduled to be completed during the 2022 season. Reserve your tee time today and come play the Nash. Okay, so we're, we're back from our short little break. You know, and again, we just want to point out that Niagara National, it really is a golf course for everyone to, to check out if they're in the area, whether they're in Toronto and they're looking for a day away. Come on down to Niagara and, and play Niagara National. You won't be disappointed. Oh, it's so conveniently located. You know, you've got Niagara Falls, St. Catharines, Hamilton, Toronto. Like you mentioned, you've got Buffalo, Niagara Falls, New York right here. Um, it, it's not that far of a drive. 
and, and they will not be disappointed coming here. And I mean, it is so close to two international, actually technically four, I think it is, but two international crossings. Yes. I, I mean, it's just a, it's just a, it's a great place to be, and it's one of those places that makes you feel welcome and you feel like you're home. Well, you know, think about this. People in Detroit, living in Detroit, it's a four-hour drive. Basically a four-hour drive That's true. from Detroit. Come down here, stay in Niagara Falls, wherever. Stay down there. Yes, you, it's a tourist area. Bring the family and then come here and play golf. They have tons of stuff to do down there for the whole day. It's not like you're dumping them off in a motel room. No, 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 Holy absolutely moly, not. Holy Ben Coley. That reminds me, you know, you said that I just had a flashback to when I used to work security in the hotels by the casino. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> boy, oh, boy, the number of child abandonment cases that we got oh. <laughs> for kids being left in their rooms yeah. with yeah. no one watching them. Yeah. Scary yeah. stuff. Yeah, you don't Scary want stuff. That. But, uh, you know, getting back to uh, what, why we're here, you, you know, with, with golf talk, I mean, we've, you know, we've talked about the PGA Tour. We've talked about the LPGA, the KPMG PGA Women's Championship. We've really uncovered a lot of things, so maybe it's time to, oh. I have one more thing to say, to bring up. The sure. The Ferry Tour. Pearson Cootie. Mm-hmm. Graduate, just graduated from the University of Texas. He is a Longhorn. Um, we all can't be perfect. Uh, yes. Now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he's a grandson of Charles Cootie. Yes. Won the Masters. Yes. Now, he won the latest Corn Ferry um, tour stop, which was the Live and Play in Maine event. Correct. Correct. And it was his third start, and he won by five shots. Now, he is also a national collegiate champion. He was approached by Live Golf and offered a lot of money, and he turned it down. And the reason was, he said, I cannot see myself sitting on a couch at home with millions in the bank watching all of my friends play on the PGA Tour, which is where I wanted to be from day one. So good for him. Congratulations on the win. He's got a great future ahead of him. I hope that he stays on the PGA Tour, and I hope because of this, he brings others. Now, somebody else, I don't know the name. It wasn't even brought up. He did not make the cut, I believe, for the Corn Ferry Tour. He was approached with tons of money to play in Portland this weekend for the Live Tour. He turned them down. Who was it? I don't, they didn't bring up the name. I wonder why. I don't know. And they, they said, you know what, here's a kid who could make $120,000 just for finishing last, because it's no cut. And they wanted him in that field. They were going to give him X amount of dollars, which it was probably in the millions, to sign with a guaranteed 
winning of $120,000 minimum, and he turned him down. Guess what? For the same reason as Pearson Cootie. I wonder if it was the uh, the South African chap that that uh, was in the U.S. Open. He he was at the top of the leaderboard for the first two days. Um, it may have been. I don't know. They didn't bring up the name. Oh, what's his what's his name? Yeah, I mean, doesn't really matter because if if it wasn't him, then it's you know you know somebody it's else. irrelevant. It was somebody else. Yeah. But good for him. You know what? And that's the one thing that his parents brought him up right. What? <laughs> <laughs> Well, his parents are PGA Tour fans. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> but that's always going to be the thing that Liv will never be able to to live up to. No. Pardon the quasi pun there. Yeah. The history, the heritage. Yeah. The competition. The competition. The best, the best players. As as it stands right now, the competition. Right now. But at the same time, I also look at it where, you know, I've got no problem being open-minded. And there's, there is room for a product like that. And as long as, and it's very, it's very much watchable, as long as you don't have in your head that this is the same kind of golf that the PGA Tour is. Because it's not. It's, it's not. I mean, it's true it pretty much resembles an exhibition more more so than a competitive tournament. I think it's a great place to, to sharpen your skills for the majors, <laughs> to be honest. under the You're still under the gun somewhat, but yet you can still work on things and you don't have to worry about being cut. You don't have to worry about no payday. They play three rounds, no cut, guaranteed pay. It's, it's three practice rounds for the majors in my mind that's all this you don't have to worry about getting paid and you're you're already paid to show up to play on that tour yeah it's like everyone gets an appearance fee bingo you know i mean and that's been a, that's been a lot of talk actually over in the over the past how, however long about guys just showing up for the appearance fees we know it happens yes and then you know what they really crapped the bed for you know just didn't have it today I guess you know and and the end of the week it's Friday yeah so yeah. yeah it's I think the whole situation is perplexing it's polarizing it's it's a lot of things I well, we it may have... not it may not be the right way to do it but look how much it's brought golf into the spotlight whether it's for the right reason or wrong reason. Golf is in the spotlight right now. Yes, you're right. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I I like it because it's it's just something different than like it. You like it, or you're interested in it. There's a huge difference. Okay, yeah, there is. Okay, like it. I don't like it. Yeah. Am I'm I definitely. I'm definitely. It? I'm interested to see where this is all going to go. Yeah. See, I'm interested That's too. All. I think it's just human nature to be curious. curious. It's very much in our in our DNA. Yeah. <laughs> Every one of us. I'm curious to see how I'm going to hit the ball today. Oh, me too. That doesn't mean I want to watch it. <laughs> Touche. Touche. Or is it touche? It's touche. 
<laughs> Dude, she's like Doug Bedoin. Doug Bedoin. <laughs> and uh, I think we're going to talk a little bit about equipment now, just just briefly. Yes. Uh, as we've talked about on this podcast, I've received some products to review, and testing has begun on three more products. Yeah. First of all, there's Squares Golf. True story, I wore them around the house like I was told to by the owner of the company, mm-hmm. Robert Winskowitz. Yes. They were so comfortable that I wore them into my bedroom. I sat down on the bed, and I was just going to lay there, stretch out my hammies for a couple of seconds. Well, I had no problem sleeping with them on my feet for about two and a half hours. That must have been good for the sheets. I'll bet you had good traction in there. Absolutely, and it's all about traction. It is. But out, out of the box, yeah. they're pretty darn comfortable. I thought they were going to hurt because they're, they're they're also designed to be a more stable golf shoe, so they aren't sloppy. You know how yeah. our feet yeah. get sort of kind of sloppy and loose in golf shoes? That's not the case with, with, with squares. Mm-hmm. And so far, even though I haven't taken any full swings, and that's about to change in a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. I'm very impressed with what I've experienced so far with those square shoes. Good. I definitely believe in the wide sole. Yes. I definitely believe in that. I think that these are going to work exactly as advertised. Well, it just makes sense. But again, hopefully it's not placebo that it's in my head. Well, We're I'm gonna looking forward to this today to see how this works with you with these shoes because if I was going to buy another pair of shoes I would really really lean towards getting a pair of squares put it this way right now because of the stability first of all yes yeah. and, and and they are very much that the footbed itself is great there's cushion there mm-hmm. but yet you're you know that you're still do you feel a diff can you feel a difference already with the angle of the insole I understand that it's it is angle, is it? You know what? I don't know. I actually don't know that because I don't I don't remember reading I up on it that. Was. Well, there's another shoe that does that. Okay. That's Athlon's. What Bernard Longer wears. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. So there's the Athlon's. See, I thought the which I've tried on before. Stability and weight transfer. Yes, you know what. It's more about know. the pressure mapping and, and yeah. having ha- having your feet yeah. on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but uh, no, the, these shoes, I think I might have found my new shoe. Good. My, my feet like them, and I'm diabetic. Yeah. Diabetics. And I've never held that against you. <laughs> well, that's awfully kind of you. <laughs> you know me. But di- diabetics, we got to worry about our feet. Yes. Because any little cut can turn into a nasty diabetic foot ulcer, which can lead to an amputation very easily. Yeah. Something that I've had to go through. Yeah. And not not the well, I mean, I lost part of my one toe, but it's supposed to be my lower leg, and and my doctor saved my leg. But these shoes. Too bad you couldn't save your sanity. Oh no, that was gone a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Not to make light of your situation. No, 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 no. I uh, no. Hey, I can. Hey, 
As long as I keep on winning, I can make you can make fun of it all you want. <laughs> you know me, I'm there for you. Yeah, I'll help you out any way I can. <laughs> oh no, I know that. But the, these shoes again, they just they've they feel like they they're performing as advertised. Good. Uh, the comfort. They look good. They look better in hand than they do on the website. On the website. Okay. Yeah, they they they're much nicer. And this is the this is a Squares Speed golf yeah. shoe that I'm that I'm trying out. Yep. But also uh, being tested today at the same time. Of course, there's the Breakthrough Golf technology stability tour fire shaft. We know how that started out. That testing, it's been, it's made a difference. Yeah, I'm positive that that shaft has made a big difference because I have it a swagger. Me. I have a swagger on the greens that I've never had before. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, so it's. You know it's working out really well but the other testing that started this past weekend were two different golf balls yes there's the vice golf pro zero mm -hmm. this was a golf ball that was landing okay the green was wet admittedly it was it was soaked it was saturated but this was a golf ball that was spinning back six feet from the ball mark this is a golf ball that was spinning back three feet from the rough, from really? shots out of the rough. Really? Greenside, it performed like a dynamo. Good. As a matter of fact, the very first chip that I made, Greenside testing the spin, hold it. No. Kid you not. But you can hear, you can hear it put on the brakes. Yeah. And then there's Seed Golf, where I had absolutely no sort of What's the word I'm looking for? Um, expectation. Expectation. Thank you. Yes. And I don't know what the de what the deal is with that golf ball, but what that was doing yesterday on the same green, but it was it was firmer yesterday mm -hmm. than it was on Saturday. Holy smokes! This is another ball that backs up out of the rough. Not as much. Mm -hmm. It just. These two golf balls, the green side capabilities and the the approach spin with a wedge that I've seen so far, it's unbelievable. Really? Like I'm I'm floored. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you hit some shots up there. Well, I, I know I know that you're you're. Are you sticking with Chrome Soft? Not necessarily. No. See, I, you you've been using Vice yourself lately, haven't you? I I was. Last, uh, oh, last no. three rounds have gone back to the Chrome Soft. Okay, okay, so you're back. You're back well, there. Wait a minute. The vice balls that I have, I don't have the proper ball for me. Which one is it? I've got the Tour, the Pro, the Pro Tour. I oh. don't have the Zero. And I think the Zero for or the I've Pro read, Soft or the Pro. Yeah. So I don't have the ones that I'm supposed to be using. Have you have you played the Pro Soft? No. Oh. We'll change that today. So. We'll change that today. Have that sample pack. All right. Well, I'll feed you know, my balls. All right. Well, as you know, I like Vice. Yeah. I found nothing no. wrong with them. I just couldn't find one to fit my game. So maybe the Pro Soft might be the one, or the the Zero. Yeah. I'm telling you, the, the the feel of it, it feels, it feels firm. Yes. But. 
It isn't. Does it react soft? Yes. Okay. Yeah, like it's this is the vice. The vice. The seed. The seed is similar, but there's definitely different sound and and, and different feel with, yes. with with the seed. Yeah, because I was testing them heads up against each other yesterday. Mm-hmm. Just to see what was better. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, the one I'm not too sure where the Pro Zero comes in as far as comparisons. Yeah. But I can tell you that the what do they call it? The Pro X One, the the seed, the seed uh, um, X One. Yes. It compares to Pro V and and TP Five. Wow. You know, for That's a fraction a of the price. Comparison. Yeah. And I gotta be honest with you. I think the seed actually outperformed TP5 and the Pro V. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Well, there you have it, everybody. Another week of the T-Box Chatter Golf Podcast recorded and on the books. I apologize for the abrupt end that my co-host, the Duggar, and I had. But that's life at a live golf course. Golf cart's got to be cleaned, therefore we need a pressure washer, and they were just doing their job. So I apologize about the abrupt finish. So, until the next time, stay safe, take care of yourselves, and we'll see you on the next one.